Hello, my name is Maggie Taggart and I've been a broadcast journalist and TV and radio presenter for over 40 years, mostly with the BBC in Northern Ireland. For this series of podcasts on making equality a priority, I've linked up with the Equality Commission to highlight the need for reform of Northern Ireland's equality laws. Today we're talking about the umbrella legislation which exists in Great Britain, the Equality Act of 2010, an act which so far does not exist in Northern Ireland. There's a range of legislation here covering different issues, but would it be better to amalgamate and strengthen the laws? There's been consultation, but so far no draft bill to give Northern Ireland the stronger legislation. That means that in a number of areas, people in Northern Ireland have less protection against discrimination and harassment than people in other parts of the United Kingdom. And crucially, they therefore have no way of challenging their treatment in court. The differences affect all types of discrimination, so I'll be finding out if the creation of an all-embracing and extended Equality Act would make a significant difference in Northern Ireland. I have two very knowledgeable guests with me. Down the line from London is Catherine Casserly, an eminent barrister who specialises in discrimination law, equality and human rights issues. She has a particular interest in how that umbrella law, the Equality Act in Great Britain, is working. From the Equality Commission in Northern Ireland, we have Catherine McNichol. She's a senior policy officer and will be able to explain that the current laws are out of date and why single equality legislation is needed in Northern Ireland. And Catherine, you've been tracking the effect of the Equality Act brought in in 2010 and as a human rights champion, you must have had high hopes. So let's talk about the benefits it's brought. What are the main changes introduced into Great Britain? Uh, well, I think the first thing I'd say is the consolidation of all the different pieces of equality law that we had. Uh, people can find that in one place, which is really helpful, rather than having to look at lots of different pieces of legislation and look for regulations. Uh, makes it easier for those who have rights and those who have obligations. Um, the Single Equality Act also strengthened the law, so it added provisions relating to disability, relating to age, and as a result, people have greater rights. Has it stopped the actions and the policies which created discriminatory reaction? I, I think it certainly had benefits. Um, there have been some really significant cases which have been brought under it. I don't think it's stopped them entirely. Uh, I, I think that's something which no single piece of legislation is going to do, um, but it's had an effect, I think, both on people's actions and I think it's contributed to a, a change in society that, that we have seen and, and certainly some of the progress that we've seen. So you're saying it might have changed attitudes, but would people's views about discrimination have changed anyway, even without this act? I think there's been steady progress in, in people's views about discrimination, uh, undoubtedly. Um, I, I think we've seen a, a lot of progress. But I, I think without the legislation, I, I'm not convinced that there would have been that progress. I think it's a bit like, for example, the, the seatbelt legislation. When that was brought in, that, that led the way. Uh, and I think in some respects, the equality legislation has led the way. One of the cases, which perhaps I'll talk a bit about a bit later, that was brought, it was under the, the legislation prior to the Equality Act, but then by the time it was heard, the Equality Act was in, um, related to a, to a gay couple and a bed and breakfast. And I think that was really important in highlighting gay equality. 
And that, I think, had quite a significant impact in raising awareness. Um, so I, I do think it's had, a, had an impact uh, on attitudes, yes. Um, but, but law alone will never lead to the societal change that we need. It, it has to be hand in hand with um, other policy measures and awareness raising. You said that the Act, the 2010 Act, had brought forward significant cases. Are there any which stick in your mind? Um, Well, I think that one, which was a a case that I was involved in, um, it involved a a gay couple who uh, wanted a double bed in a and b and were turned away. By the time the case came to the Supreme Court, the Equality Act was in force and the the Supreme Court made comments about it, um, received a lot of publicity, was really important in raising awareness. Another case which again went to the Supreme Court, involved a wheelchair user who wanted to use the space on a bus um, and was unable to do so because someone with a pushchair was occupying that space and refused to fold their pushchair. That was a really important case for the rights of disabled people. So those are a couple of examples. There have been quite a few cases in employment, in age discrimination, uh, and also in sex discrimination uh, and equal pay, which have, have reached the Supreme Court. Um, so I, I think some very significant cases have been brought over the last 10 years, although uh, I, I'm not sure you'd say it's been speedy, uh, but then the, the courts really never are. As I said Northern Ireland has lots of different legislation and that's what the case was in in Great Britain. So is there a tangible difference it makes bringing it all together? I mean, surely all those cases could have been fought on different parts of the legislation without having an all-embracing act. Um, Certainly most of those cases could have been brought under under the different legislation, yes. Um, I think there's a very practical effect of having them all in one place because people don't have to go to the different pieces of legislation. The legislation is very complicated. I think that's one of the things that, that people say about about all of the legislative provisions, particularly disability, actually. If you're having to look in all of those different places, it's really hard for both for those people who have rights but particularly for those people I think you have obligations if you're a service provider for example and you have to look at you know six or seven different pieces of legislation it's very difficult for you um if you're someone who has rights if you have different protected characteristics if you are a black disabled woman and you're having to look at you know four five six different pieces of legislation that's pretty hard. You've got a single Equality Act and it's all in there, then it makes it much easier. Uh, It also makes it easier, I think, for the Equality Commission, for example, in putting out guidance or in putting out codes of practice. It has a very practical effect, I think. And also, I think it emphasises cohesion. It emphasises the fact that that equality um, can be an overarching concept and it it enables you, um, for example, to amalgamate some things. So, for example, to have a single concept of uh, reasonable adjustment, which applies throughout, as as it does in the Single Equality Act here. Well, as you know, the Equality Commission in Northern Ireland wants to have a, a different shape of legislation. So I'm wondering... Is the system in Great Britain the ideal or are there shortfalls? I would certainly say there are shortfalls. Uh, There are provisions, for example, that have been repealed here and there are provisions that haven't yet been brought into force. Uh, And I would certainly urge um, Northern Ireland to perhaps use the Equality Act 2010 that we have here um, as a basis for their legislation, but to build on that. Uh, So, for example, um, 
we had a, a provision in Section 14 of the Equality Act for discrimination against people based on multiple protected characteristics. So, for example, if you are a black woman and you're discriminated against because you are a black woman, that combination of characteristics, you could bring a claim based on that. That provision was repealed. So you have to bring a claim based on discrimination because you are black and discrimination because you are a woman. Uh, and sometimes it's that's difficult. You want to bring a claim based on both of those things. Um, so I would urge, for example, Northern Ireland to make sure that that's covered. There are other provisions where I think the Act is wanting, uh, and I think that, that we could do far better. And, and enforcement is one of those areas, for example. What do you mean by that? Um, so if you if you bring a claim for employment, then you take it to the employment tribunals here, and I know it's industrial tribunals uh, in Northern Ireland, um, and lots of people do bring those claims. If you're discriminated against outside of employment, so for example, if, you, if you're a disabled person and you can't get access to a service, then you bring your claim in the county court, and that's really hard. So you have to start a claim and you pay an issuing fee to the county court uh, and you may be liable for costs and that really puts people off. Sometimes they're threatened with costs by the defendant and it means that far fewer claims are brought and there is scope there for doing something about enforcement, I think. Um, it's something that's cause people a lot of difficulty here uh, and it's something that we're still struggling with and I think there's an opportunity in Northern Ireland to look at enforcement and to find a better way of doing it. Well of course they have been trying to find a way to get some new legislation. What do you think about this long process which seems to have dragged on for ages? I think it's a real shame. Um, I mean, Northern Ireland was was looking at a single equality act, I think, in 2004. And we were really hopeful that they would be leading the way. But not only did they not lead the way, but it, it fell by the wayside. And I think that it's a real shame that people, as a result, uh, have not been able to benefit uh, from the provisions that we've had in here for for 12 years now. So, for example, you know, in the employment sphere, um, it means that that you can't ask certain questions in an interview relating to disability, and that provision isn't in force in Northern Ireland. Um, it means that you can't, in the, in, again, in the context of disability, um, you can't advertise um, dis potentially disability-related um, provisions that put disabled people at a disadvantage. And I, I think it's a real shame that things have fallen so behind in Northern Ireland, and I really hope that, that a Single Equality Act comes about in Northern Ireland and that, uh, that it's a lot better than the one we have here. Let me throw in a fantasy question here, Catherine. Are you hopeful that there will come a time when lawyers like you will have few or no cases to fight in court? Uh, that would be lovely, hopefully uh, <laughs> when I retire. <laughs> but yes, I mean, that, that would be the ideal. Um, the ideal particularly, well, in the context of discrimination and human rights, I would love to see a, a world where people are treated with kindness uh, and there is no discrimination. Sadly, I, I see, I see the, the bad side of people. I see things that aren't done, that aren't done properly. Uh, and I see, I see prejudice um, as well. Um, it would be a wonderful world if that didn't exist and we didn't need things like the Single Equality Act, um, but we do. 
Well, it is probably not a silver bullet which will cure everything. What would you say to the MLAs in Northern Ireland about creating a single Equality Act? I would say equality and diversity, um, as I understand it, was, was at the heart of the Good Friday Agreement. And as a result, it is critical to a fair and just society. Uh, and Northern Ireland has lagged behind um, for far too long. And time really is running out for a comprehensive piece of equality law to be on the statute books. There is a really good opportunity for Northern Ireland not only to catch up with GB, but for it to lead the way, not only um, to to be ahead of GB, but but to lead the way in, in the world. There's a really good opportunity to have comprehensive equality legislation um, and to learn the lessons from not only us, but from other countries. And it would be a very positive step for it to do that sooner rather than later. I'm going to turn now to Catherine McNichol, who, as I said, is Senior Policy Officer here at the Equality Commission. Catherine, the Equality Commission has been pushing for a single Equality Act or legislation for years. Can you see that there is more momentum for it now? I think so. We at the Equality Commission have been really strong and consistent in our calls for a single Equality Act, but we're definitely not the only ones. The Northern Ireland Human Rights Commission have called for such an act. There's been expert advisory panels on gender equality and LGBTQI plus equality. They're all calling for the same thing. Lots of civil society organisations are, and we've even had several UN human rights bodies and committees criticising our poor level of protection against discrimination in Northern Ireland, especially compared with the rest of the UK. Hopefully it's only a matter of time before there is widespread consensus on the need for it and we've certainly seen more discussion in the recent Assembly elections on reform and equality law. But I would say that this momentum that's building up is for our own single equality legislation. As Catherine said, we don't just want to copy the Equality Act in Great Britain. There's clearly issues with it, so we need to keep the pressure on for legislation that meets those best international standards. It must be a tempting goal ahead of you, uh, as Catherine Casterly says, to have something that might even be better than other countries in the rest of the world. Absolutely. And Northern Ireland previously led the way in equality legislation. You know, some of the stuff that came out of um, the Good Friday Agreement and the Northern Ireland Act was really world leading. But we just keep falling further behind and we need to seize the opportunity to become world leading yet again. Do you see that there are major problems to overcome with the, the current state of legislation? Well, absolutely. You know, the Equality Act brought in much needed change in GB and, and we have fallen behind even if in our own um, separate bits of legislation. Catherine mentioned some of the issues we have here. You know, there's frankly bizarre anomalies in our current legislation. There's less protection on the grounds of colour and nationality compared with race, ethnic or national origins, which just doesn't make any sense. Quirks like this can have real impacts and it's important that the law is updated to get rid of those anomalies. We're not keeping up with new and emerging categories of discrimination. And Maggie, I know you in another podcast were looking at the lack of protection against age discrimination when accessing services. That's an urgent area of reform. Other issues include the fact that it's harder to prove disability status here, meaning that disabled people may find it more difficult to show discrimination. Equal pay provisions to ensure that men and women earn the same money for the same work are stronger in Great Britain too. There isn't enough time for us to go through how many reforms are needed, but I would encourage anybody who's interested to have a wee look at our website. And I would say the easiest way is through single equality, 
but we really need one by one reform of the legislation anyway, even if we don't get one single Equality Act. I was just going to ask you that. Well done for <laughs> for jumping in there. Uh, well, that's all from us. And thank you to Catherine McNichol here in Belfast and Catherine Casterly in London. If you enjoyed this broadcast, then you might be interested in a whole range of podcasts now published online by the Equality Commission. You can find them on the Commission's website or wherever you find your favourite podcasts. <laughs>